Hello and welcome to Connected, a podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology and everything that's good. I'm ASD, a digital man here at Mediacom. Hello, I'm Sue Uniman. I'm Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. And joining us over the airwaves is Vicky Ross. How are you doing, Vicky? Good, thank you. How are you? We're all um, very good, thank you. Uh, Vicky is the head of copy at the Sky Creative Agency, having previously been head of copy at Hotels.com and a senior copywriter at Virgin Media. She co-founded Copy Capital, a copywriting event that was so popular it travelled the country, as well as hashtag Copywriters Unite and at Copy Nights, where copywriters can meet informally. And she's also a very good follow on Twitter. Excellent follow on Twitter. Um, Vicky, how did you get into copywriting? The very, very, very short answer is I told anyone who would listen that I wanted to be a copywriter and I worked like crazy to prove that I could do it. Why did you want to do it in the first place? Then? I don't know. I just, um, when I was young, like early teens, I knew I wanted to be a writer and I loved magazines. So I thought that meant I wanted to be a journalist because no one knows what a copywriter is. Well, now or um, definitely not nearly 30 years ago. Um, So uh, I... uh, Sorry, I've completely lost my trail of thought. Um, (laughs) God, this is... Why did you want to be a copywriter in the first place? Because you liked ads, probably. I always wanted to, I'm a much better writer than I am speaker. This is true. <laughs> um, I always wanted to be a writer. I love magazines. I thought that meant I wanted to be a journalist. Um, and I've always just loved words. Uh, I didn't realise there was a difference between the, the editorial stories and the adverts. I, I lumped it all in as one and it eventually worked it out as I grew up and, and got to understand the industry. Okay. Mm. So what makes for good copy then? Um, good copy, I, I think, is a number of things. I think it's uh, it speaks the audience's language. It's really interesting to the audience. Uh, it's appropriate. Uh, it's really enjoyable. Like there's wordplay or rhythm or alliteration. All the things that make... Rhythm is important, isn't it? Yeah, it just yeah. makes words and phrases bounce through a reader's mind. And it can make things memorable as well. And do you love a slogan? I love a slogan. I particularly love a rhyming slogan. I think it's a shame that there's that 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 they kind of got slightly that they got edged out of the mainstream. Yeah, they they've kind of retired. You, I think um, there are Bring lots of back. yeah, there are lots of artists or wannabe artists in advertising. So they go yeah. for more style and romance over catchy consumer loving things. Yeah, and there's just something about, and I know I've sort of hopped on probably to you about this before, there's something about a slogan, like we all remember the slogans from ads from our childhood. And, you know, you know, for mash gets smash. I mean, who who eats that now? Era was the one I always remember, and because it resonated in my home as well, which is yeah. another thing that good copy does. It, it sort of gets repeated around the family. Yeah. And that was um, Ariston, on and on. Oh, and, yeah, and on and on and, and on and on. It was because it was so catchy on the TV, but also because my mum used to nag and my grandma, whenever <laughs> she was round, she would always say, oh, she's like Ariston, isn't she, your mum? <laughs> Dave Trott would love that. Um, favourite bits, favourite pieces of copy? We're starting to touch on that. but um, Right now, because lots of brands are talking about COVID, the ones that uh, I'm really enjoying are the ones that stay on brand and sound exactly like them, even though they're talking about something serious. So... 
Nando's, for example, is always cheeky. Um, yeah. And you might expect them to take on a serious tone to acknowledge the times, but they stay cheeky while still referencing it. And that is what their fans would expect from them. Um, Nike and Durex are doing the same. The Durex um, one was very fun. Remind me of the Durex one. It was, it was... We've been protecting people since 1999. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just their... Me- they haven't even changed their message. It's just as yeah. relevant um, now uh, about the climate as it is about their product. So that's clever um, and impressive. Um, outside of that, um, loads of stuff from uh, my younger days, like we were talking about with slogans. Um, but maybe more recently, I mean, The Economist, obviously, anything that uh, goes in their ads. Also, I've always had a soft spot for the Royal Navy adverts that have a fairly long script in a TVC, but always end with, um, I was born in Carlisle, but made in the Royal Navy, mm. or wherever the it's, area is. It's class, isn't it, that? Yeah, it's just it's so confident, and, and it also has emotion in it, which is, yeah, it's a, it's a good bundle of things to do at once. Then uh, I don't know if you saw the Xbox um, survival billboard a couple of years ago. The terms and conditions that went along with that were just outstanding for legals. So if anyone hasn't seen those, they should look them up. They're very long, but they're worth reading. Um, So media agency and uh, creative agencies um, no longer longer as a rule in the same building, although there are some re- the revivals of that but I've always thought that my best relationships have been with creatives with copywriters when they're kind of un, un, unmediated when they're kind of you come together but how do how does how do you get media and copy working together well I think the context is everything and that's probably an answer for any question yeah. um and the the examples for that is the the O2's Oops billboard. Yeah, it's um, a great example of that. Yeah. Yeah. So using the copy for the medium and and just working effortlessly, it would seem. Um, and then just mentioning the Economist again, a slightly older example, but they had an ad on the roof of a bus um, that said for oh it said hello to all our readers in high office. Mm-hmm. Um, also very clever. So. Um, yeah. When when those things happen, when you get that kind of the context and the and the and the copy working in conjunction, it's it's just the most powerful um, uh, thing, isn't it? But do we do we do we encourage that with our working practices normally? Um, why I, why on earth wouldn't we? It yeah, strikes I, me. Uh, now. I don't think enough. I think why yeah. wouldn't we? It's because people are in a hurry and um, maybe a company might have a standard message that they want to go on everything so that it's consistent everywhere, which is important. But equally, you're missing an opportunity if it if it kind of doesn't have the same meaning because you could have used the context better. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we definitely believe that the relevancy is um, the really big is that it's, it's you know that we're in a relevancy economy those are the things that get noticed and i think when copy and, and context work together that's that's when you that's when you really get them so if you could get all copywriters now listening to do one thing to improve their work what would it be 
Um, I would. I always tell them to be strong and to believe in themselves. If ever anyone comes to me for advice, and your boss or your client hired you because you can do something that they can't. Right now, a lot of my advice is um, to be patient and strong. I'm really optimistic for our future and potential new ways of working. Um, I'm seeing loads of jobs going around. I know lots of people have lost work and lost clients, but. On the flip side, I'm able to connect lots of people. I'm, I'm really encouraged by how many people have contacted me to say that they're hiring. Um, that's exciting. Mm. I mean, you are such a champion of people coming into the industry. You are such a champion, we should say, as well, of diversity and inclusion. Um, I mean, I, this, this isn't kind of one of our kind of questions, really, exactly, that we sent to you in advance. But... What what motivated you to that? And, and you know, yeah, what, what's next for you in, in that respect as well as generally? I mean, I you know, I guess next at the moment for quite a lot of us is uh, leaving the house. But, you know, <laughs> that, what are we now? Day 41 of the lockdown, I think, in the UK. Um, and counting. Um, what what drove me to champion copywriters is my frustration in my own experience of being a copywriter and. Um, as much as I like obsessively love my job to a weird extent, um, I have struggled. Lots of creative studios either don't hire a copywriter in the first place, which I can come back to, or they do hire a copywriter, but no head of copy for that person to look up to or learn from or be supported by or to get development um, from. Um, and so I look to provide that to people in other ways. So by doing mentoring and um, uh, training and, and masterclass. You're so generous with your time, Vicky. Um, it, it doesn't feel like, oh God, this sounds so worthy. Um, it doesn't feel like I'm being generous with my time because I love my job and I, and I want mm. copywriters to be happy. I, I hear lots of stories of copywriters being unhappy and uncomfortable in their jobs and, and I know it's a privilege to be happy in your job you know not everyone can say that. I don't think it is a privilege I think it might be a right and I think it's a right that few people have. Yeah and and so I don't see that copywriters should should feel unhappy which is why I work to make sure that they're not and to support them and to offer advice and you know I get asked loads of questions like how do I deal with this situation from my boss and I can only give advice based on what I've done in the past and yeah. yeah so Vicky we're on to our regular questions now so people can compare and contrast so what is your <laughs> this this must be very difficult for you but what is your favorite line from a poem a song or a book okay this is the hardest question and <laughs> um, and I'm eating with the answer um I I text my brother um, to say I've been asked this question and he just sent me his favourite line from a song and I was like, right, fuck it, that's the one I'm going with because I like it. Um, uh, shout out to my brother, Adam Ross, used to work at Mediacom. He did, yeah. <laughs> Hi, um, Adam. <laughs> whenever I mention you, Sue, he always goes, oh, Sue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so he said his favourite line from a song is from the Kings of Leon song, I walk a mile in your shoes and now I'm a mile away and I've got your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very appropriate for this time because <laughs> also social distancing. 
Okay. <laughs> if you were a genie, um, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you? Um, a puppy. <laughs> what any specific breed of puppy yes, or? Can I have a Labrador? Absolutely. Labrador puppy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, magazines or books. TV, a bed, and a curry. Straight in. <laughs> and again, curry, a specific curry. Okay, this is going to give everything away. I have the same thing every time, and it's really boring. Vegetable korma. <laughs> but it makes you happy. I bloody love a vegetable korma. I have to say that back at, do, you, do you remember a time when we used to go to restaurants? I don't know if you remember that time. But I, I, I noticed about myself that like I'd have I like have a range of, of places that that I used to go to but that I would have the same dish in each one yeah and if I ever mixed it up so I didn't have my favorite dish in that place I would just be completely disappointed so I totally get that it's like there's just times when you just want to know what you're going to get and that's what you've gone for and uh... also I think a curry is a major investment on in calories sure um, it's got to be worth it <laughs> yeah. yeah and if yeah. I'm going to yeah use up all those calories yeah. and it to be a guarantee that i'm gonna love it yeah too right all right specifically now outside of living things what what things what three things are giving you comfort in your house right now <laughs> tv a bed <laughs> and a curry <laughs> <laughs> what oh, are you we're not going to allow the same answers vicky oh, we're going to we want specific things now that you've kind of that specifically now because I think TV bed and a curry probably stands for all times, doesn't yeah. it? Um, I'm loving reading. Um, I always say I don't get to read as much as I would like to, and in the first two weeks of uh, lockdown, I I actually didn't have any work. I thought this was what early retirement looked like, and yeah. I read five books in two weeks. And what a I'm, recommendation for us. I've got a huge recommendation. Um, Macy's Gimbals and Me by Bernice Fitzgibbons, oh, okay. the um, like highest earning copywriter in the 70s, I think. Yeah. She started in the 40s. All copywriters write brilliant books and hers is, um, it was so enjoyable. I didn't want it to end. I want to work for her. I want to know her. I oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah. Um, what else? I'm very lucky to have a garden, like mm. really, really mm. lucky especially with this nice weather. So you just pop out. In fact, I think it was on Tuesday. It was really sunny. I'd had loads of work on and uh, I kept looking out and thinking, what is the point in being at home all day if you can't just sit outside in the middle of the afternoon, get some sun, yeah. quick glass of wine? Yeah, no, lovely. I mean, I must admit, I'm really appreciating my garden as well then. And um, I planted some bulbs in um, some tulip bulbs in the in the autumn, and it's been a joy to see them come up. Oh, but that. they have had their heads bitten off, oh. and it turns out it's squirrels. Oh. And so I was going to get all upset about that, and then I thought, if that's apparently squirrels really like tulip heads, really? so um, I thought, yes, I am enjoying that they that I grew something, but equally I don't begrudge the squirrels. It's kind of yeah, they get through lockdown too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you watching Gardener's World every Friday? That's oh. a, 
Oh, that seems to be a source of extreme comfort for a lot of people. No, I, I, I do like an episode of Gardener's Question Time, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. Uh, it has it's sunk the wrong word, but I haven't, I haven't extended to Gardener's yeah. world yet. That's so harsh, Monty Donnie's. Sorry, that is that is too harsh. And, and number three. Oh God, you're counting. I thought I'd yeah. got away with that. Uh, broadband connection. That's rubbish, Vicky. <laughs> that is rubbish. You want it like, a, that. like an item that's bringing you pleasure, or you know, a, a kind of, oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I've got one. I yeah. painted my nails bright pink this morning, and what I usually always bright red, but the bright pink just made me smile. Fantastic, and very <laughs> on media com colours as well. Yeah. Oh, that's why I did it. it was... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, if you could change the industry in one way right now, what would it be? Um, right now, in the current situation we're in, I would um, I would ask agencies to to hire. Um, I'd, I'd hope that we could all afford to keep everybody. Um, a more general answer is I, I'd always I'm always saying this. I'd make sure that the industry respected and valued the craft of copy and the people who can do it. Um, I thought that you were going to have a, a paying on time answer there, Vicky. That's a, that's one common theme from your Twitter. Yeah, um, um, yeah. But, I have to uh, caveat that with I think most people know who my biggest client is, and they I never have a payment issue with them. But um, other ones, you just think, come on, guys. Like smaller businesses, especially right now, I could maybe make allowances for, but bigger businesses with processes in place like what are you playing at people need to be paid uh, the last question that you can prepare for Vicky is if we were to give you a billboard where would you put it and what would it say Piccadilly lights of course and I would say everyone can write but not everyone can write copy very good uh, the final question is from Proust's questionnaire. So that we, if you could give us a number between 1 and 29, inclusive, uh, I will read the question out. And if you could answer us to finish us off, please. Seven. Number seven is, what is your current state of mind? Pretty good. Optimistic good. and positive and happy. Ah, uh, That's good to hear. Yeah. And that's a great note to finish on. And it's, as I say, it's just brilliant to see you, Vicky. Uh, 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 Everyone should follow Vicky's Twitter account because it's just uh, in, a life enhancing. Goodness, Which thank is you. at Vicky Ross Writes, if I remember, I'm checking now, but it's Vicky Ross Writes. Yeah, she does. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. uh, Vicky, thank you very much for your time. Thank Brilliant. you so much. Hopefully Bye. See you soon.